Want to help keep the lights on in Anarchy Basement? Then go to PRLfans.com. There you can find links to Patreon, PayPal, our Bitcoin info, and other ways to help support the podcast. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome to the Punk Rock Libertarians Podcast. This is episode 318. I'm your host, James Babb, filling in for Matt Bergman. Matt regrets that he can't be here, but he is on a secret mission with the Boogaloo Space Force that we cannot discuss. <laughs> so he definitely sends his regards. I'm going to do my best to fill in for Matt. So I've done my best to consume the prescribed drugs and alcohol. Um, <laughs> you know, so uh, yeah, I'm blazed. You know, as he, I try, try to emulate him as Matt. he would do it. So um, I'm going to try to, you know, bring his spirit. Uh, but of course, I can never replace him. But uh, I've endeavored to at least fill in. So uh, our co-hosts tonight on the Punk Rock Libertarians uh, include Jared Schneiderman. Hey, guys. And uh, while I got the mic, let me uh, first plug um, our Patreon. Uh, so we have a Patreon. It's at patreon.com slash punkrocklibertarians. And if you, uh, if you sign up for it, um, it's for as little as $1 a month, you get access to our After Hours program where we talk about some fun things and, you know, shoot the shit. Um, and then also if you contribute up to $10, you get a free t-shirt. So, but uh, we appreciate all, all patrons. Right on. Nice. Uh, also with us is our resident statist, Kyle Wagner. Hey everybody. Also joining us is the legendary Nima Vidaldi. Welcome. What's up y'all. Good to be here. Right on. And we have a special guest tonight, new to the show. I want everyone to welcome Will Jocelyn. Uh, Will is known uh, for being a vegan and an ANCOM troll. So uh, welcome to the show, Will. Guys, thanks for having me on. Glad to be here. <laughs> so, uh, t you know, please tell us more about yourself. I'm sure there's more to you than being an ANCOM troll. Um, uh, is that a full-time job or uh, tell us about yourself? Yeah, so it is a full-time job, but I think of myself more as a vegan troll than an ANCOM troll because veganism comes first, and then the communism just stems from veganism because humans are animals too. So, like, once you, once you stop getting enough protein, communism is the next logical step? <laughs> that, that's, exactly that's all you have energy right. for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see where that goes together. Just being on here. Yeah. No, that's cool. Well, uh, what... Uh, are you a, like a vegan for philosophical reasons or health reasons? Yeah, it's for philosophical reasons. I believe animals have moral value and it's wrong to exploit them and abuse them when you don't need to. Interesting. But uh, what if you needed to? Then would that be okay? In certain circumstances, it depends what you mean by need to. Well, say it was for my amusement purposes. I'm going to kill like a bunch of animals would that be okay or should i avoid that kind of behavior well what do you think well when i drive like when i drive my truck to new hampshire like i scrape off thousands of bugs off the front of the car right like i'm just it's just a massacre like it is a disgust like i get so many bugs stuck to my vehicle that like my gas mileage is affected by their little wings okay so uh as a vegan how would you approach that problem how would I approach not hitting bugs with my car? <laughs> yeah, like, I, I mean, I could stay home, but I don't want to. So for my own amusement, I'm, I'm massacring these bugs. Man, you're just a horrible person, man. You should have yeah, well, how, how do I, how do, what's a, what, what does a principled vegan do? Because I, I, <laughs> I need some help here. Well, I don't just go out for no reason, but there are things you can do, like walking, for instance. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. right, another part of communism is giving up motor vehicles right in favor it of walking right? it is so so you extend is an elegantly beautiful philosophy it all goes together yeah it does <laughs> so wait so you extend the protections that you afford like let's say conscious animals or sort of conscious animals to even bugs that May or may not be. Is it all animals or just very? They have very low levels of consciousness, if if any at all. So there's actually some disagreement within the vegan community itself about that. It's 
like some people, you know, oysters don't have a nervous system or brain. Some people think they don't count. Personally, I wouldn't do it anyway, but I don't really see a moral objection to eating, say, an oyster just on the basis that it's not really conscious, or at least we don't understand that it is. As for bugs, uh, sometimes, you know, if it's an accident, uh, it's unfortunate, but I wouldn't intentionally kill a bug. Well, like you were getting with the car, when you go out needlessly, you kind of are intentionally killing bugs, but you still need to live in society. It's just you got to limit what you don't need to do. So, William, I guess I'm kind yeah. of sympathetic to that. My wife's vegetarian. My kids were raising our two kids vegetarian until they can decide otherwise uh, around the house. I don't kill spiders. I, I befriend the spiders and they hang out with me. Um, I do kill roaches though, but I hate and I've tried going vegan. It was very hard. Going vegan was very hard. And I feel like going vegetarian for myself is very hard. So I'd still do eat meat, usually not with the family, but when I'm out and about and stuff. And I guess the thing is, where do you draw the line? Cause that's, that's kind of what it is, is, you just made allotments and exceptions and well, we got to live in society. So can I just draw the line at cows and pigs and chickens are okay? Like what's the difference between that and well, we can kill some bugs. Like where do you draw the line? It's not that we can kill some bugs. It's that it's a consequence of other actions. It's not intentional. Well, at least with say buying a ham sandwich, you know, there's a dead animal involved in that. There's no way for that process to exist without that happening. While in other cases, that's not the case. Well, what about if you knew the okay. ham was from like a, like, uh, you know, a humanely kept pig, uh, you know, uh, wasn't tortured its whole life. Like I'm personally, I'm, I don't eat farm animals fat, like, you know, because I find like farming to be kind of disgusting and I don't want to eat, you know, cows or pigs or, um, for the, you know, for both you mean you eat wild animals and only? for mine. Um, I eat seafood you know, because that's wild, but that's really it for, you know, for, for really, but, wow. uh, I think everybody's diet is kind of arbitrary and inconsistent. We all just kind of draw this circle around. We're going to eat these organisms and we're not going to eat those other organisms. Right. Like, unfortunately we still need to consume other organisms to sustain our lives. Right. Unless you're like living on a hydrothermal vent on the bottom of the ocean. Right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> So it's just a question of which organisms are you going to consume? You know, like some people don't think plants, you know, have, have a, a right to life. Well, you know, maybe somebody should stick up for the plants, right? Just the way they stick up for pigs. Who knows? Some maybe. people probably do. <laughs> what do they eat? <laughs> I have no idea what people? they eat. <laughs> have you heard of people that uh, like will only eat fruit that falls off of trees? I've heard of yeah, this. Steve Jobs. Uh, it's called a fruitarian. Fruitarian fruits and nuts, things that fall from the plants. That way, you're not killing even plants. <laughs> you said Steve Jobs did this? Yeah, he he was a fruitarian. I've also I've heard, heard that he also died tragically young. Named it Apple. Yeah. He also got cancer. And he died of pancreatic cancer. It wasn't really related. Based on to current diet. Apple products, I bet he's glad he's dead. I'm like, <laughs> seriously, I he I think he'd be ashamed of what Apple's become. Well, probably well, Steve Jobs wasn't was the innovator behind the company. He was just the business guy. He didn't actually invent any of the products. He well, he was the marketer the, and, and the designer. Standards. Yeah, he, he was know, the I think he yelled marketer. at a lot of people. He he, he had <laughs> yeah. the job of yelling at people when they didn't make the shit he it's wanted. It's not that to he make. didn't contribute. It's just he didn't actually produce the inventions. He didn't innovate. Yeah, them, he wasn't but Steve Wozniak. Contributed Woz. in that. Yeah, it was st mostly Steve Wozniak. Yeah, that's true. So I I thought that uh, eggs would be okay, sort of under the fruitarian logic, like the egg is uh, sort of comes out of the chicken and is then fair game. And then uh, Will made a post about the what they do with the there's male baby chicks, um, and I didn't know this, but they um, they kill them, they gr they grind them up in a in a grinder. Yeah. Well, where do you um, think chicken McNuggets come from? Well, see, I, I thought an unfertilized egg, I don't understand where all these male baby chicks are coming from if they're unfertilized eggs. Um, it doesn't make sense to me. But No, it's that they're two separate issues. If they're chicks, it's the they fertilized eggs. Some of them are born male. They sex them, and you've, there's videos where you see them sexing them, and the male chickens get thrown into the trash or into wherever they get the, the chipper, 
It's and a chip. Female. Yeah, it literally is. There's um, I, I forget what the agency is that controls um, what you can do to animals, but they have certain methods that you're allowed to dispose of these things. And the crusher is an yeah. accepted method. And so Will posts this picture of this little baby chick hiding behind a crate. And he's like, you know, the baby chick is, he, he's hiding from his death. He's trying to be crushed. And so I started researching it and I saw like these bags of little baby chicks that they were going to throw in the crusher. I mean, it was, to me, it was very disturbing, but like everybody on Will's post is sitting here like, oh, it's a little chicken nugget. Look at that. But some of that is just that they don't like Will. So they're trying to be, they try to go hard the other way. Like, oh, this makes me hungry. There, here's a suffering pig. This makes me want some bacon. You know, they'll say shit like that. But, uh, I, you know, I empathize with Will's cause. You know, pigs are very smart. They're, they're supposedly smarter than dogs. And I, I feel a lot of guilt for eating uh, sausage and bacon personally. Well, is intelligence, intelligence a factor we should use when deciding whether we should eat an animal or, or not? That's a good question. Me. Or should it just be pure deliciousness? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, that's it. I told Will and Will have had, Will and I've had some good conversations about, um, veganism and, and, and in, in his thoughts on morality as well, which he brings into it. But I said, Will, you know, vegans, you guys are up against people's natural hunger, right. And, and taste. It's like people love to eat meat. They love the taste of meat. Um, it, it's just a, it's an uphill battle trying to convince people that they are, they are morally doing something wrong when it goes against their, their hunger and their, and their taste buds. Yeah. I think, it, I think it's not hard to convince people by showing them, you know, what goes on in these giant ag farms, you know, that there's something fucked up going on there. Um, but then, you know, that's, that, that doesn't, that doesn't exactly exclude all animal food products right i mean that just means well yeah the, the giant factory farming system is is immoral which I, I agree it is i mean the way they treat those animals is, is bad um but it's hard to have a consistent like it's hard to integrate that into like well sort of an extreme property rights position like it's it's like we kind of intuitively know that it's wrong to be cruel to these animals yeah but yet i don't think like libertarian property theory like really addresses you know, it doesn't really address it as. A yeah, I mean, it, it might fall out of the scope of libertarianism. Sure. It's not, yeah, it's not. Uh, but it, yet, yeah. I still, I still feel like we can intuitive. Like, if I see somebody torturing an animal, I intuitively know that they're probably a cop, right, or <laughs> or a farmer, some kind of an asshole, right? Like, uh, but and then you can choose, and then you can choose to buy your right. meat from like a local farm, or you know, like you said, you only eat seafood, so it's you know, there's probably not much torture going on uh, in that arena. The worst in that arena. What, seafood? What, like boiling crabs live? That's that whole thing? Well, yeah, not that, but just like fish farms. They're just these little pools. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. I I wouldn't eat farmed fish. Wild caught. Well, most of it is. And then wild caught fish is going to be full of things like microplastic and then the toxins that pharmaceutical companies and companies like GE are dumping into the ocean, not to mention Mm -hmm. all our waste. And then, you know, the garbage island that everyone talks about, half of that is fishing equipment. Like fishing is the worst when it comes to environmental damage, the abuse Mm -hmm. they do to fish. It's And they kill the most animals too and use the most resources. All right. Well, fair enough. Um, it's it's a it's a compelling argument for veganism, yeah. and uh, I I I think there's a lot of compelling arguments for veganism. Uh, also, health well, arguments. I have a friend who told me the story. Of, he's just recovering. He's like uh, maybe a little older than I am, maybe like sixty or whatever. But he had had a like a cardiac event, and like he almost had a heart attack and died because his his uh, arteries were full of plaque. And they were going to put like stents in his, in his arteries and whatnot. And he had independently found out that a vegan diet might, you know, like might make it so he doesn't need these stents. And it, it, and it did, he, he adopted it and he asked his doctor why they don't, well, why don't you recommend the vegan diet? He goes, well, cause of low compliance. He goes, yeah, we know it works, but we, but, but we can't recommend it because people won't stick to it. So the dumbest thing I ever heard. You can recommend something. So this will help you, you know. 
the other reason that they cited, and uh, you decide which one's more important, is that they don't make a lot of money off a vegan diet compared to putting stents <laughs> in. Okay, so you decide, you know, where, where they, how they're making these calls, but it was still a testament. And he even could talk to another doctor because he thought, oh, this is crazy. Talk to another doctor, kind of told him something similar. So have you heard anything like that, uh, Will? Yeah, so all the plaque in your heart and arteries and stuff, that comes from cholesterol, and cholesterol is only in animal products. If you're on a vegan diet, there's no cholesterol. You won't get any plaque in your heart. So it, it's not, argument. you know, I like to play devil's advocate. And, and since y'all seem to be leaning toward the, the veganism, you know, I mean, there, I think there's a lot of benefits to eating meat and eating protein. You know, a lot of, uh, a lot of bodybuilders eat it. It puts on muscle. It, it increase, I think it, it boosts testosterone. So, you know, I, I just don't, I'm, I'm not sold on the fact that the vegan diet is healthier. And in fact, my sister tried it for a little while and she got kind of frail. She got, she was pasty. And it's not inherently healthier. Just because something's vegan doesn't mean it's going to be healthy. You still you can have be to be healthy under any sort of diet. And you still have to know your nutrition. If you still have to get the protein you need, you still have to get all the vital nutrients. Like doesn't mean you're off the hook. You might have to work like, a little harder though, right? Right, and I think a lot of people. Well, don't. actually, did you know that sixty-three percent of the world protein supply is from plants, not animals? You get more protein soybeans. from eating plants. Well, soybeans are one example, but just pretty much anything you eat is going to have protein in it. There's literally nothing you can eat that's not going to have any protein. Well, that's hmm. another one of the I think compelling arguments against uh, meat is the like the number of acres that's required to produce. The, the, like food, right? Like when you grow yeah, exactly. feed for animals, you're going to need what? 10 times the acreage to feed it to an animal and then eat the animal. Yeah, well, right. How much more were, do you think a cow is going to eat than a person? And then they need land and water and everything else. But well, about, but the cow's about, way more nu nutritionally dense. I mean, if you eat a hunk of steak, you eat eight ounces of steak, it's a lot more protein than if you ate eight ounces of cooked beans or where peanut butter all that or something like that. come from in the cow it comes from plants it's right. consuming more right it's, it's like just, fields and fields you're of having corn a and more yeah, but when they're harvesting those fields and fields of plants aren't they killing well, a bunch of woodland creatures or a bunch yes, of like small are. critters yeah, exactly. creatures? they are yeah so then do you do you are you still against mass farming in that regard are you just you know we should all just be growing our own vegetables in the backyard if you can do it, absolutely, that's what you should do. But, but, those, that but you have things, to keep in mind that those the farmers, they're not growing it for vegans, so they're not going to care if they kill animals. If they, there was a farmer that only served vegans, they'd have to keep more regard in how much they're going to damage wildlife and so the then, environment. So then for you, how do you go about trying to minimize that, that aspect of it? Where do you get your vegetables from? Do you grow all your own vegetables? No, not all of them. I, I live in New York. That's not really, well, I mean, if you had enough money, I guess it would be, but you just got to pay attention to the companies you're buying from. You got to, you got to look into it a lot and know mm. like the, even some companies they're, you know, like eight corporations own pretty much everything. So it's really hard, but there are companies out there you can buy and not support things like Coke, Pepsi, ConAgra or whatever else. Mm -hmm. But you got to do your research and yeah, you're going to make mistakes. Even I do sometimes and it sucks, but it's a mistake. You, you learn from it and you try to be better. Yeah. How many salads do you eat in a typical day? Will? I don't eat salad at all. What do you eat? What literally? What is acceptable? He just stares I, at the sun. I swear, this guy has a list of like three foods that are morally safe to eat. What are some you know, of your, it's not eggs, it's not salads. I'm yeah, what, what what do you eat? Well, Nuts I, and berries. Salads aren't. There's nothing wrong with eating a salad. I just don't like salad. You're a vegan. <laughs> You're a vegan. What do you eat? Mostly like veggie burgers, like oat bars. <laughs> Drink a lot of protein shakes. What are the what kind of aren't the protein shakes come a lot from like whey protein like uh, pea protein. protein do you get yeah my, your, mine's pea protein what's that it's pea protein you pee in it what? yeah <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know protein it's the R Kelly okay. it's the R Kelly version you know, of like this is why we bring oh, communists on the show because we learn things that we've we never imagined yeah we've had uh, other vegans on 
We had uh, our uh, Alex uh, Miller is a vegan. It would have been fun to have him on. That would have been cool. But whatever. Well, um, I mean, if you look at, I mean, if you look at the future of the world, right? We've got what seven, eight billion people now. It's not hard to imagine a world of thirty billion, fifty billion, a hundred mm-hmm. billion, right? Like, imagine that many humans and mega cities, and the need for the the needs to, you know, like meat might be like really something for the elites, right? Or Whereas well, it just... already really is because it's only affordable here in the West because of government subsidies. In the developing world, it's unaffordable to most of the people. The staple diet of the developing world is things like rice, nuts, beans, not animals. I know a lot of not wealthy people that have plenty of animals just because they keep they can f- keep a pig on their on their or some chickens or you know like there's a baseline where you can have meat, you know, like just keep some chickens in your, around your house or. Uh, yeah, but you're not going to eat chicken every night. If that's the case, you're going to eat chicken. Yeah, a if you couple have some times chickens around your house, like that's, that's not your diet. Okay. You're that's getting some eggs at least. You're getting some eggs. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've actually had chickens and you don't get that many. Like, Did you eat their eggs? If they're your chickens that you're taking care of, no, is that okay? No, they were equal eggs? members was, in the commune. Growing up. Uh, so I wouldn't do it now, but back then I wasn't. What, what, what about, what about synthesized meat? What about when they eventually, if they do ever perfect, you know, synthesized meat where they can just basically create a hamburger out of just, you know, basically 3d print a hamburger. Would you be, would you be cool with that? Because I don't have nothing- a moral objection to it, but I think it's kind of weird. Like I wouldn't need a 3d printed dead person. <laughs> unless unless i like knew it was that's really an interesting good. moral question yeah. right I, I, unless it was also, batter dipped you know or batter fried batter fried babs yeah what about the, well, what about um, this beyond beyond meat like i tried like a beyond like this this veggie burger that's supposedly super realistic and you see it all around it it freaked me out as it was too realistic yeah i don't like, like them because they taste too much like the real thing yeah, so that mm. was kind. Of, I just thought, wow, this is this is weird, you know. But I've never had one. Are those vegan? Is that a, that is a vegan product? I don't even know what that uh, is. Beyond me is vegan, but the Impossible ones not vegan. Hmm, it's just veggie. Yeah, because that one's tested on animals. Mm. Oh, because it's tested on animals. They're like like animals eat it. Like they feed it to animals. Pig eats it. Sell it at Burger King. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Does it pass the pig test? Not even the pig will eat it. Okay. Uh, Popeyes. (laughs) (laughs) Where do I get a Beyond Meat burger? Uh, Uh, It depends on your area. Welcome to Carl's Jr. Pretty much any grocery store is going to have it now. I want to try it. Cool. Well, I think we've exhausted the veganism topic. Um, You'd be surprised. So uh, let's move on. Uh, So the big news story this week is uh, the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, former Supreme Court Justice. Kyle, how are you reeling over this? Uh, I am not reeling over it. Um, Kyle, as the the status, how are your people handling the loss of one of their great leaders? Um, I, some of them are making Facebook posts that it's a sad day or it was a sad day and they're very upset. I'm seeing a lot of anger on the left. I've seen a few threats of civil war. They're going to burn. <laughs> they said they're going to burn it all down if Trump appoints a replacement. So, um, you know, the, the, the masses are, are uh, very upset about this. They were hoping that, um, RG, RBG could, uh, hold out until, Biden gets elected and then and then expire. And I think she was trying to. I think that was her objective as well, was to cling to life. Um, <laughs> how, do, how do we know she didn't die long ago? Like, when was the last time she was yeah. actually seen alive? Like, was this like a weekend at Bernie's thing for all we I know? Saw a meme then of they would have kept the lie going if she had died a long could've. time like, ago. Maybe like, she, she, like the corpse just started to smell so bad they couldn't pull it off anymore. <laughs> yeah. I imagine it was horrendous yeah. just I looking mean, at her. I mean, even before she died, it was bad probably, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. But uh, I did see a meme of someone put, being pushed through like a train station that was on like uh, wheels that looked like her and they were like this <laughs> this is uh ginsburg you know she's just like a mannequin now but um 
No, I, I don't know. I, I just assumed that this was real. She actually did just expire. And so obviously this is really bad timing or really crazy timing because we have election coming up and it's a power play for the Supreme Court. You know, will Trump um, appoint, have time to appoint a conservative justice? Will they be, um, will they make it all the way through the process? Will they be confirmed, I guess? Because the How Senate much has energy to appro- are are the uh, the status going to spend on this? Are they going to really burn a lot of energy? Like all of it. this? Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, this I'm is kind of like, like I'm kind of like thinking this is kind of cool, right? Like they're going to bur- they're going to spin their wheels on this for months. I don't know, but they get all mad. Like let's fight, fight. You know, like go for it. Is that cruel? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that it's cruel. It's what they do. It's what they want to do. Um, I was telling somebody Why like, are you saying they, Kyle? Well, from, from my perspective, you know, and I, I do still identify as a libertarian most of the time. I, I really like classical liberal better. But, you know, I always see both of these parties as very progressive minded. They both support a welfare state. They both support a warfare state. Um, they both support all of these federal agencies. They both support a heavy income tax. It might be a difference of a few percentage points on the rate. But in, in philosophy, they're in alignment on a lot of issues. So, you know, I don't – I'm like, I don't know. It's like watching two teams play football and you're not really a fan of either one. That's And, and so you guys are always like, well, these are your people because you like see it as like all fight. statists. I think it's more, no, like, it's more a like a gladiator fight where you don't – where you hate both both sides. Well, I like the analogy where it's like a bar fight. It's like two drunks fighting at a bar. They're just throwing blows and none of it's landing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm on the sidelines of that watching that. And then you guys are on the sidelines of that watching me and going, yeah, those are all you're in that. And I'm like, uh, not really. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like that I'm astronaut, man. Yeah, I don't well, really I like, think, uh, like it was it was think, all status the whole time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, that was good. It's all about where you draw the line. And then, like, you know, it takes somebody like Will, who's an ANCOM, and he like looks at all of us and he's like, you guys are all right wing right-wing assholes Fascist. and you're all on the same team so trash. right you know? trash. Well, well hold on what's will's take then are, were you are you very sad is it a tragic day for you to see rgb go rbg go uh, i'm not gonna cheer for anyone's death it is sad that she's gone but she is no comrade okay but, she, but i mean do you <laughs> no I comrade mean, <laughs> you, you, since would you say you're a fan of like centralized state power and all the majesty and glory that comes with that not a fan of it, but it's just a tool that can be used for good or bad. It's not inherently anything. How can it be used for good? Well, <laughs> in one example, the Soviet Union used it to provide everyone with housing and food and a job and health care, which and a gulag. was pretty good. But that was an unsustainable move, and eventually all there. those people lost their houses and the whole and thing fell apart. And what, how, did you, how did it work out for the Ukrainians? Actually worked out pretty good. Oh, did, did it for those that for that, those that survived? Yeah, especially for them. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm sure, they're, I'm sure they're like really thrilled. They're like, oh yeah, that was awesome. Let's do that again. Yeah, well, you're era. acting like that's the only time that area has ever had a famine, but it's they've had a long history of it, and oh, yeah. the last famine happened to be right after the Communist Party took power. Doesn't it seem like, like, like famine follows communism, like tornadoes like follow trailer parks? Like, <laughs> No, just, I would say communism follows famine because starving people get sick of starving, so they rise up and start feeding themselves. Isn't like, that getting like, it out of order, though? Like Chairman Mao did. No, like, like Chairman Mao hooked everybody up. Yeah, he did hook everybody up. Mm. He like right. He he helped them make sure that they were eating <laughs> the, the most delicious children. In other countries, the leader doesn't even give them children to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's interesting how Will is, he identifies as an ANCOM, but he still will show support for, um, you know, the socialist regimes. Like, uh, I've seen you support China, Mao's China, Stalin's Russia, or, you know, um, Soviet Union, I guess it is technically. How about, about um, what about North Korea? North Korea and Cuba, Will, um, okay, not okay? 
Yeah, and I support both of those regimes as well. Venezuela? Venezuela, I don't really consider them communist, but what's going on there is not an issue really caused by socialist policy. How about mm-hmm. uh, like Che and like Cuba and Castro? Yeah, I, I love Che. So, so sometimes, sometimes you just got to like murder the opposition, right? Like if you just don't have time to, you know, for trials all the time, right? <laughs> well, who, who did Che murder? I don't know. You, you're the expert, like uh, the political <laughs> opposition. I think there's quite a. F- well, he was murdering quite a, quite a long list of, of opponents that were. No, executed. no, he did not do that. Actually, that was I a know. policy from Castro, not a policy from Che. And Che wasn't even a part of the Cuban government, and I believe he wasn't in Cuba at the time either. I, yeah, is yeah, it okay theoretically awesome. for you to kill as a commie? Is it okay for you to kill your opponents? How can you be a vegan and a commie? If being a commie means you'll have to kill people for not believing in the project. Being a that's not what being a commie means. <laughs> Doesn't mean well, but it's part of it. Isn't that what it happened in practice, though? I mean, communists definitely have killed their political opponents, no? In some what cases. Were the gulags, what were the gulags for? Well, a majority of the prisoners in gulags were not political prisoners. They were real criminals, and even the CIA has confirmed that. But I don't well, support real criminals. According to the your... CIA, is still a pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. that, that is true, but yeah, they that's... have a bias against the Soviet Union to make them look as bad as they possibly can. So, if they're going to report that they're legitimate criminals, you can probably trust it because they're trying to make them look bad, not good. Well, I mean, that's just confirmation bias. That's just, uh, I mean, that's just a sleight of hand. I don't know if that's actually true. I mean, it could be true. But you personally, if you were fighting for some kind of communist revolution, would it be okay for you to take a life in the furtherance of that? No. No? But it'd be okay for others on your team or no? No, no, that's not veganism, dude. We don't kill people. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say, though. But commies, a lot of times, that is okay. And a lot of times, they're into that. But veganism, that's the opposite. How do you square the circle for yourself? That's really not the case. Most of that is just propaganda. Like I said, they are mostly legitimate criminals. And I don't support doing that to political prisoners and in most cases, it's not really a necessary part of it. I believe we could enact the socialist state without having to kill people for disagreeing or saying things we don't like. So if I disagree so in the socialist state, I'm an yeah. ANCAP. I don't want to live in a socialist state, but I also don't want to. So, so what do you do to me? What I'm going to stay on my well, land. Free I'm to leave, keep, dude. Free to it's leave. Not your land. But, but it's land that I've had. Let's say this is my land that I lived before your commie paradise. You okay? How does well, it become yours? Your land. The land was there before you were, dude. Who says but it's I, yours? I homesteaded it. I put a fence around it. I built a garden. I built a house. So you just built a fence on a piece of land that was already there and said, "This is mine now. If you come here, I'm going to kick you out." Well, you know, this could be sure. really interesting. Uh, let's see if we can like break this down because. We're all familiar with sort of the libertarian theory of property, Lockean homesteading, you know, these kind of things. Um, you know, uh, what, what is the alternative? Like, I mean, we all recognize there's only a finite amount of land and it's got to kind of be, we can't, we kind of have to divvy it up in a fair way. We can't all just, you know, live in, in the same house all the time. So what is the ANCOM solution to the scarcity problem? that makes it fair? Because I always hear a lot of criticism about, you know, about uh, property, but yet I don't hear a solution on like, how do you, how do you actually determine who gets to live where and who can build where and who can do what? And maybe you could break it down, the, the alternative to libertarian well, the property. the ANCOM theory. alternative is going to be different than the socialist view, but the ANCOM thing is going to be very different on each level because in a same, very similar to how ANCAPs view things, it's a bottom-up design where okay. each certain so, communities so address... decide things as a community together. Okay. It's not like a large area. It's done on a small scale. 
Okay, Which so let's you talk prefer? about ne- so so Nima's got a house. He's living in it. And then these communists show up and how does it play out? They they have a meeting to discuss what's going to go on at at uh at, at where Nima lives. They okay, vote so- on it. Is it what is it? So the communists show up. Is he in an ANCOM community? Is he living? No, he, he was where? out in the he's out in the desert of Arizona, and and, and we're, the communists are expanding into the desert, and they they've just stumble right, upon him. Like we're here now, and we're gonna you're we're gonna do it. We've got this new better way, and here it is. How do you determine who gets to build what and where? Well, in that case he would have the rights because it says I don't support territorial expansion and taking things from, well, in this case, indigenous peoples, because he was there in some desert that had nothing to do with us and we're traveling into it. So, okay. So, um, so in that case, he's not a part of the community. He's separate. He's an outside entity that we would interact with. He's not part of us. We don't control his land. Okay. And you're saying this was the ANCOM theory. Yeah, the that's the ANCOM theory. theory. ANCOMs aren't going to take over everything else. It's done at a community level. There'd be different organizational structures so they, and different economic models okay. living amongst each other. It okay, would be so, now, so now take me into the future of, uh, of ANCOMistan, you know, like 2050, and, and everybody, all the ANCOMs got their way, and everything's going great, and we've got a, a city of ANCOMs and um, still who gets to like, how do they figure out who's building what and like who has to work and who's going to clean the toilets and, or who gets to to run a store or who gets to have a, have a penthouse suite or who like, how does that without uh, the, the property ownership, how is that going to be worked out? Sure. So, First, I just want to start by saying there's no ANCOM consensus on that. A lot of people have different ideas. And my view is it should be decided democratically on a community level. So say one, one block gets all together like in a neighborhood council type thing where they all democratically elect the council members. The council members can be recalled at any time and they decide as a community who does what, who lives where and all like who of that can stuff. marry who who has sex with who that that's not something we decide what kind of music to listen to what well how what, do you what, what how elements you, of human life are determined by the collective and and which and which freedoms are the individuals still permitted it would be kind of similar what they control is things like who resource allocation jobs things like that the right. production well do we model. have like how but many like how many big band like how many big be... big jazz bands like are they going to be like look we need another jazz band let's vote for it and uh comrade you're playing tuba i mean is that not like, in my all mind in favor, but as uh, i said there's no consensus all in so favor of igor playing tuba <laughs> but that's not how it would work it, there'd be no centralized no- planning of music that's not how it worked in, say, the Soviet Union either. People but that wanted to be artists. You said they would choose the number work. of jobs, right? Like somebody. Not the number vote. of jobs. What? I mean, would they would, be like, "Look, we're going to need, <clears throat> we're going to need eight farmers. We're going to need, uh, we're going to need." Well, yeah. Let me jump in here real quick. How how do you determine? You know, would you have people take a test to determine what their skills are? Would you just trust their own self-reporting? Like, how would you figure out? Okay, who's the best computer programmer? Who's the best? Um, farmer you know is that how how was that all decided so jobs typically wouldn't be assigned to you it would be decided on what is needed to be done how many things need to be done then it would be people free to pursue their own self-interest and do what Mm. they want among that but what needs to be done to survive is what everyone's going to have to do. And so this you're imagining and on a very, very small to, scale though, right? Like, yeah, and less than is a very people. small scale thing. It's well, the thing, how I view anarchy is it's an ideal. I don't honestly think it's too realistic. It's just something to strive for. You're saying anarcho cam, anarcho communism is unrealistic. I think he said without hyphens, he just said anarchy. I said, well, but anarchy I think in you're general, specifically talking about, I, what your I'm idea not of anarchy, specifically right? talking about anarcho-communism. I'm saying anarchy in general is just not realistic, at least in any time in the recent future. 
it's an ideal it's my ideal society that i think would be great it's not something i think we could accomplish at least not right now maybe 50 years from now things See, i think that's what different. separates um you guys from the 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 anarchists um, I guess what you would call ANCAPs, but I'm j- I would just call plan anarchists. Is that, well, that we can do it. We're doing anarchy right now. Like we got Bitcoin. We're doing all kinds of shit. We got black markets. We're doing all kinds of shit out here, like on the side, like completely separate. We don't have to wait for any of this stuff to happen. So I think that kind of it kind of makes our well, anarchy a little more fun. There's ANCOMs that are into agorism too, right? Or no? Yeah, yeah. The, it, every ANCOM has their own different opinions. Like how I support socialist states, there are tons of ANCOMs that would say I'm not even a socialist because I'll defend, say, China. Well, how can you be, a, how can you be an AN and then say you support the state? Hmm. I don't believe the existence. I believe the existence of a state is evil. I'd like to get rid of it. But I see capitalism as an evil far outreaching the state and something that should be abolished before the state could be safely abolished. How do you define capitalism? Because that's a pretty bold claim. Capitalism is a system of private property where the means of production are privately owned. Okay. And that's more evil than having a central state apparatus? Yeah, absolutely. And when you say abolish, it'd be better to let Chairman Mao like, like rule everything than it is to let people like own um their own like um well that's not really how mao's thing worked he didn't have complete say over every single thing that the The party did right the well yeah it's one party they're they're one party state so yeah the communist party is running everything but the well it's obviously different now but back then mao did not have complete control over everything he was just the figurehead. It's very similar to how our powers are separated. Do you have a little red book yourself? I wish. I <laughs> let me ask, let me ask you that. because it would freak people out. Let me ask like, you this, Will. Real. If I have somebody, that, I listen, let's just put a message out <laughs> there to the fan base. Guys, somebody get, get Will a little red book, okay? That's going to fulfill his, his fantasy. Like, he can imagine that he's at home obeying dear leader. Like it would be, it would be so adorable. Well, hold on. Let me, I just, I want a little little further explanation. Hold on. I I want a little further explanation on what does it look like to abolish capitalism? Because you were just talking about how potentially, you know, Nima could be living out in the desert, um, you know, and the ANCOMs, you know, could be living off in their community and, and they could kind of get along. They wouldn't be able to expand territorially. So, how, how do you abolish capitalism without abolishing it everywhere? Or is it the mixture of capitalism and the state? Or like, what, what, is that, what does that look like? And how, do you, how does that not contradict what you said before? Well, it would be abolished on a local scale. It wouldn't be abolished worldwide. But I believe that an anarchist society wouldn't be possible or, it, well, yeah, it wouldn't be possible to exist until capitalism was completely abolished because capitalist forces are going to compete with the anarchist or communist forces and try and to win out because over. it's more efficient. <laughs> yeah, they, well, they, China's winning right now and they're growing a lot faster in like a decade. Their GDP yeah, but they're, they're not full communists. And I mean, they, they, they have like, no, they're socialists. They're a socialist state. They're working. Well, they have, they have a market. Yeah, but they're, they're benefiting from the market. They're betting from the market from, is not a system of private property. Don't you give yeah, a shit a about the Uyghurs? <laughs> Don't you give a shit about the Uyghurs, Will? I'd rather not. I'd rather not debate that just because I'm on video. I don't want to. I don't want to get into that one. I, I do. I, mean, I, will, I guess that's, um, for that's something like you have to Kyle contend with, you, though. Like, it's just you know what? If you have to, if there's going to be a little genocide, that's just par for the course that, in a state, right? That's mostly not what's actually happening. So what's actually happening? Well, I'm not. I don't want to really get into that on here. He, he doesn't want to talk about it. Sorry. Right. Yeah, um, it's gonna problem. make me look well, sad. But I want I want to. Here's say, why, I, why I really get weirded out when people say that capitalism needs to be abolished first, or it's somehow a bigger evil than the state. Steve Jobs can't send somebody to my house to kill me. He can't order a no-knock raid. None of the company, the big companies, can send goons after me. But any well, local they PD can, can and they without do, any accountability. And they have. 
In places with a weak central government, large American corporations have very often used hired goons to steal land, resources, kill union right. leaders, so things like that. Right. So instead of having these corporations have to hire their own goons, we need to give them a powerful state of goons. Right. Or so, we can so, when, so they the can so they can go nuclear. So they can go daisy cutter. So they can spray mm-hmm. depleted uranium. Right. Like uh, with the state. Like right. Like that's. Well, uh, they could do that. That's going to be way state. better than than having like uh, a, a private company. Right. Yeah, because you can vote out people in government. You can't vote out a private company, bro. <laughs> yeah, you can because replace The government that. is more accountable to you than Listen, a when your government is. gets genocidal, you just go and vote them out. It's worked every time. <laughs> well, China's not genocidal, bro. The U.S. is, though. Yeah, and the U.S. The has US been genocidal. We can't, we can't vote them out either. Yeah. I mean, no, every time can't. you do it, you get John McCain. Are you? Yeah, are we, you vote? So you're a voter, Will? Will is that right? I don't think that's gonna. I don't think that's the solution. But I think you it's vote. Stupid but not that's what you're saying. That's you why they're not as evil because you can you vote. I'm saying the vote. government is more accountable to you than a corporation is. But I can refuse to do business with the corporation. And that doesn't I can't stop anything. To do I'm a vegan. I'm boycotting animal agriculture, and they're still destroying the planet and killing billions of animals. Me boycotting them isn't enough to stop it. They're not. But you're not a part of me. it. You're not morally culpable. I'm not a part of but it, but it's still happening, dude. Like, yeah, but I you're not morally not culpable happen. for it because you have. Well, why does that matter, though? Okay, well, so but what? I know what I happening. I'm not culpable. Not so what? It's still happening, dude. Well, what's a good? If you got to say think, that can help yeah. limit it, then try you are culpable it. for the government genocide, though. Well, I think there's a there's a free market response to these agro companies and agri- big agriculture destroying the environment. Would be to number one, how about we just like stop subsidizing them with 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 the state. Right, like I, I think would we, very much a like long, that. long way. Yeah, I'd the state see, is I'd the one that's see, enabling this behavior. I'd love to see what agriculture even. I looks don't think like. the state's not enabling the behavior. The state and the corporations are working hand in hand. But yep. if the state wasn't there, the behavior you can't have a corporation exist. without the state. Right. Well, you the, can't have the legal status of a corporation, but the idea that a company wouldn't break up into pieces of stock and sell to shareholders to reduce risk and pool resources is just ridiculous. The, well, sure, the yeah. entity, the legal status isn't going to exist, but corporations would absolutely exist. Or, or any of the protections. Right, or any of the protections no, offered why by would you need no them? legal protection or, or government permit Why would you need legal protection rights? if there's no state and no law? It's exactly. Irrelevant. So the corporation doesn't, is just, a, is just, a, is just a, a company at that point. Right. It's just a, well, a just company a and a corporation. The difference would be that a corporation is divided up through stock and has stock ownership. Well, right, there would be no there would be no limited liability. So, yeah, you're an owner. You might be. One yeah, well, there would just be owners, no liability liable. at all because there's no state. What are they going to do? Well, you could still be liable under a, under a free market uh, system. To liable who? for what? For for damages or whatever. <laughs> The same uh, way on eBay, you where you can be liable if you screw somebody over. You can owe them money. They, they can delete your account. Uh, there's a ton of ways you can be accountable. Okay, uh, with so all the- eBay can delete my account after I've stolen the money. I still got your money, bro. What are you going to do? Yeah, yeah, so you, the government Do you think that the it. government actually what, what, prevents what, what, crime? What? I mean, do you think the government comes in just as you're about to steal that you know, burger off the shelf and just like arrest you? No, they, they come find you after the fact, after you've probably already done a bunch of other shit and then they throw you well, in jail. Well, they don't because that's I mean, not even a priority to them. Well, yeah, <laughs> they, don't they don't even, even they don't really even come to the college. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. In best case scenario, that's what happens. But yeah, typically, no. There's definitely people that won't commit a crime because there's the government that's going to come and arrest them. There, if there was no state, well, sure, there's deterrent, there be but there's other deterrence in a in a free market system. Right, too. they're the same kind like of people what? that, when given a chance, join the government, right? Because they're whole like, yeah, if government was the one holding them back from committing crimes, that they, they want to become the cops so they can commit those crimes without government holding them back. Well, so, and in a market, we don't have to rely on deterrence because we can rely on a carrot instead of a stick. You know, in a free market system, you can have human flourishing from being good to people. You don't get money unless you serve people. You don't serve yourself unless you provide something that other people want and willingly buy. So all of us get better at the same time. 
All right. Well, instead of uh, hashing out the whole, you know, ANCAM versus uh, ANCAP debate any further, um, let's just let's try and fit in one more topic before we hit the bricks here. Um, let's All right. See. What do we got? Um, let's see. How about TikTok? That could be a good one. Ooh, remember when I said TikTok teens were the new political force to be reckoned with? Yeah. I think I've been proven correct here. I think you have. Hang on. I, yeah. I have the, the news article pulled up that we wanted to talk about TikTok because, you know, Trump, Trump supposedly banned TikTok. So we were like, all right, um, you know, TikTok is no more. And now I'm hearing that um, TikTok is actually going to be preserved under um, – like Oracle and Walmart are going to make them a U.S. based, a U.S. owned company. And so Trump actually TikTok global TikTok global. And so Trump is like, I, I, he says that he blesses this deal. He does talk like a (laughs) dictator. He talks like a dictator sometimes. So, so So we've got Walmart, Oracle corporation and Trump all joining hands to salute this new venture. Okay. Uh, seems a little (laughs) sketch. I mean, it's the goofiest thing. Well, first, now, why did, didn't they ban it? Because they said this was a, an, an, an intelligence gathering device for the Chinese. Right. So yeah. I think that he's saying that if it's owned by U.S. corporations. Right. So suddenly it, it, now, like one of the like, largest U.S. database companies, Oracle Corporation, is all about data and yep. databases and data mining and all of that crap, right? Suddenly we've got, uh, like, now it seems like, okay, now you're totally on board. Now you're going to be doing um, uh, covert data collection for the other team, right? Like, it's just... They were jealous. The that. U.S. state was jealous of what China was able to do with it. Yeah, and they're like, no, they we wanted want a, that. A cut we of want action. that for us. That's yeah. ours now. Like, you can still do your, like, nurses can still make their little dance videos or whatever they do, or teams can... <laughs> I, don't, well, I don't know what TikTok's for, Okay. But evidently, the intelligence gathering agencies are extremely interested at <laughs> so. <laughs> some kind of surveillance, you know, tool. That's a fact. I mean, it's just, it's just, yeah, it's just videos and, and yeah, I mean, I think it's more so used for data mining for advertising purposes. But yeah, of course, the government I have is always interested gonna, in getting their hands on it. I have a them. feeling it's going to be a lot to do with like facial recognition yeah, sure. Intelligence could be that. Yeah, um, you know, pre-crime detection. Like, pre-crime. God only knows. God you look, knows. Babs. You look like you're about to <laughs> go crazy and murder a family. <laughs> well, if they, you know what, some bureaucrat could be convinced that they wrote the algorithm that that correctly d- predicts that, and they would fund it. Well, imagine how, you know how Facebook is constantly just like their algorithms fucking up and flagging shit that's not actually in violation of their terms or whatever. Like imagine that happening, but for pre-crime, you know, like how terrifying is that? You know what? Yeah. You know, you're the the execution robots on its way over, but you can appeal the decision if uh, you feel that. (laughs) Sorry. Appeal denied. Drone incoming. Hellfire. Imminent. Well, yeah, Facebook, they, they were like. You're like, shouldn't you be voting in New Mexico? And I'm like, what? Like, like it's trying to connect me with like to register to vote in New Mexico. Oh, really? Like, what? Because yeah. you passed through there for like? Yeah, like yeah. like a month and a half ago, I, I, I drove through there for one two days. You know, yeah. like suddenly, <clears throat> like I need to be registered to vote in New Mexico, and it for it like kept giving me like not just an ad about it. But like you turn on the app and it dings and it shows you an ad like this is the highest level of we're, you're going to notice this kind of inter- interference in my life. Yeah, it wouldn't let me scroll my feed. It had the thing. I had to like open the window and close out of the please register to vote window before I could actually use Facebook. Wow. I mean, what does it mean when when these I mean, let's face it, Facebook, we're talking state mouthpiece at this point, right? These guys are like completely on board with crushing dissonant opinions, right? Like completely on board with with stopping wrong think and like why and, and they're pushing voting. So what does that tell us about voting? (laughs) <laughs> exactly well they, here's they, the beauty of it is aren't they terrible at it like i still get all of my dissident information from facebook aren't we on facebook live right now speaking with dissident are. voices <laughs> yeah they haven't completely I mean, they haven't completely clamped they're terrible down. at it yeah right you know right because we're having the big cnn 
you know, Fiesta instead of the big igloo or, you know, did I, uh Oh, <laughs> did I just get us banned? The big igloo. <laughs> the app, the Facebook app is very invasive, right? I, I think it listens to you. I feel like yeah, I've said stuff and it yeah. like, it comes up in my ads, which is really, I mean, really too far for me, but so, you know, what's the value in data besides just advertising? You know, what is, what is the value? I know it's there, but what is it? Like, it's in shaping public well, the opinion. Way Snowden you said public it. opinion, you rule the world. Okay, that's it's it's that simple. If you're on, if you control public opinion, you are the one in charge. You can't be in charge without being able to control media. You have to, right? to control the consciousness, right? Yeah. And how you can't manage well, what you can't measure. Okay, so if you want to manage something, you need to measure it. Hmm. Well, that's propaganda. I mean, propaganda has been around for a long time. And I know we're seeing this. It's the, just the, the latest format, right? right? It's just the latest format. But collecting but my data is not propaganda. It's, it's invasive. Well, it, it's allows invasive. Them, it allows them to target you better. So if they know exactly how to push your buttons, they can send you, you know, specific messages, specific ads, specific whatever content. They can, you know... They can and I guarantee more than that too. They I, they also are able to have a file on everybody. Snowden was on Rogan. Edward Snowden was on Joe Rogan, and he was saying basically they have a file on everybody. Any law enforcement, FBI, CIA, they can just access it at any time for anybody, and they have just a shit ton. Everything you've done, everywhere you've been, every person you've talked to, we all just have a a file waiting. So yeah. they don't listen to everybody's phone call, but if they want to they can and, and they will and it's right and these files like get more and more detailed all the time like it used to be like oh is your criminal record right or some few things might end up in that like now they can go into your facebook feed they can do anything mm -hmm. right so uh find bro, out bro i got in a huge fight with my wife like a month ago we got in a, a really <laughs> big fight i had divorce lawyers in my facebook feed the next morning oh creepy wow how creepy is that yeah, that's weird. Yeah, the idea of a file on me, it, it, and I'm sure such a thing exists, but it is creepy. It's going to have your party affiliation. It's going to have your leanings, your, your all your comment histories, all your tweet histories. It probably aggregates everything you do on the internet. I wonder how much of that you could get through a FOIA request. I don't know. Well, the, the problem is it, it's, it's all this data and, and everybody, like, yeah, there's artificial intelligence sifting it, but it's retarded. Okay. So <laughs> like, it just makes wild guesses. It's wrong. It doesn't care. But eventually this is going to lead to the, like people getting their doors kicked down. You know, yeah. like, Oh, like, you know, I, we thought you were a sovereign citizen or so we, you know, we had to, we had to come in guns blazing. We, you know, we, we thought this was a such and such like, it just leads. Well, don't they mine errors. a lot of the data for the red flag enforcement? I mean, isn't that where they get some of this stuff from? I mean, they have the threat matrix matrix where they decide if you're worthy of a SWAT team. They run you through the threat matrix and see if you if you own guns, if you post two A stuff, and then they decide if they're going to SWAT you or not. <sighs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. Sketchy. Yeah. So. All right. Well, uh, we're yeah, no thanks. Yeah, well, we're bumping up on our uh, nine o'clock, uh, one hour deadline here. So uh, we'll wrap this up. I uh, just want to remind everybody that we have t-shirts over at uh, libertariancountry.com. Um, and if you um, go there and you type in code PRL, uh, you can save 10% off your order. Um, if you type in PRL2, you can save 20% off an order of $50 or more. Um, this podcast is also brought to you by uh, conversations about freedom podcast with moral bob and then just another reminder you know check us out on patreon.com um, for a dollar a month you can get uh, access to our after hours program which we are about to uh, head into and uh, that's about it uh, all right so until next time live free or die preferably live <laughs> That is shed. Drenching the flags on the tax bombs in red. Voices by a few at the expense of the many. Soldiers and cards in a death machine. You can't justify killing by economic gain. For God, country, and democracy. You can put freedom in death point in a fine land. To support the truth, then bring them home. I believe the jokes. We'll do 
That's the week!